When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, also, as well, the great folks right here at Lakerholics.com. And, of course, the tremendous array of basketball shows on the Hoopheads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, the Lakers concluded their season, their regular season, I should say, their regular season with not quite the expectations that they were looking forward to. Yeah, five, 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 yes. I feel like we're at Subway, $5 foot long. But unfortunately for the Lakers, their win over the New Orleans Pelicans tonight, 110 to 98, was for naught as the Lakers did fall by virtue of a tiebreaker because of the fact that Portland won against Denver, who tried really ultra super hard today. And of course, I'm being sarcastic when I say that. The Lakers unfortunately fell to the seven seats. So their future will be lined up, and we'll talk about that today because it starts on Wednesday for them. The playoffs start with a play-in on Wednesday against Golden State and Steph Curry. And here today to talk about the game, and we'll go into a little bit of the play-in and so much more. He's a good man indeed. We're going to start off with the man who called me Pootie. It is Admiral Akbar himself, Jamie Sweet. And Jamie, yeah. welcome back to the Lakers Fast Break. Yeah, you no, know, the gag has been running on our show ever since. Just has it really? No way. No, it hasn't. I've listened to a couple of the episodes. Listen. Oh. V. Garcia, thank you for being on the show. Uh, also yeah. as well, want to thank everybody for watching and listening. V's already oh, started man. for Tom. Laker Tom, he, he just said, did you see Dudley with the lockdown defense? Oh, my God, stop. Just stop. Don't encourage him. It's The, the man needs no encouragement. He's going to go talk about a half hour of our lives. Like, oh, this Jared Dudley guy is going to be a difference maker. Good thing I have him on mute. Know, go ahead, know, Jamie. You're start off, my friend. Anyway, first off, shout out to my wife, who that was that was said for. So. 
<laughs> Thanks for uh, understanding planet Earth. That's uh, okay. The, the crowd seems to like being called, hey. being called Gerald Pooty. That's okay. There you go. Hey, I'm into it. Oh, that's if oh, it means no, more. I get it. I get it now. If I it was, means more uh, listeners and viewers, I'll hey. Pooty all day long. How about oh that? Yeah, I gotta tell my wife. We're never gonna use that between each other again. It's gonna be no. I'm just kidding. Anyway, just because we didn't get to the sixth seed, which I'm sure LeBron and AD and everybody would have liked, because it would have been extra rest. I actually feel the opposite, and I feel encouraged by these last two games. I feel like another game or two even, although one ought to really should be enough, isn't the worst thing for this group of guys. And I think you see that on defense a lot. I think, you know, you see that exchange in the third quarter between Schroeder and LeBron, where LeBron was specifically pointing out spots on the court. Those things have been going on all season long, little idiosyncrasies, little miscommunications on D. And so I'm cool with this. I would have been happier had we avoided it. But I don't see it as like, oh, no, the play and how will we ever overcome? Like, it's not the end of the world. Like, we're going to beat Golden State, and that's just how it's going to go. Well, the only thing I say in regards to that, I was with you halfway during the week. Then as I saw them play so well in Indiana, I was like, well, you know what? They're already playing really well on the offensive side. Maybe they, if they just rest for that week or just work on practicing, especially focusing on the defensive end, which is their bread and butter, right. I would have been more happy with that. Then we saw tonight yeah, with no. New Orleans going out of the way to kick the feet of AD and LeBron. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, was, uh... To me, with those tender feet of both of those gentlemen, I kind of think the extra week would be would have been better, but that's just my personal opinion. I've gone from one extreme to another. I'm just going to say that. I'm not going to disagree. I wanted to add, though, that neither Indiana or New Orleans are playoff caliber opponents. This, These were not good tests for this team. This was, you know, once or twice around the practice course. You know, it wasn't like we played Portland, for instance, or, you know, somebody was a game with like some meaning. These were two teams who are on the outside looking in. You know, Indiana's going to make the play in, but. They're not going to go anywhere in the play-in, I don't think. Uh, I'll be surprised if they get out of the play-in. These weren't the greatest tests for us. I, they weren't. They're, they're not going to be teams we're going to see anytime soon. There was no. There wasn't a lot of defense in either game, I didn't think. And it's just not a good test of what the playoffs are going to bring. The intensity just wasn't there. I actually rewatched the uh, sixty-point Kobe finale game, and I thought there was more intensity in that game. Uh, there wasn't tonight or the Indiana game. They're just, you know, just a different kind of feeling when it gets to that level. So uh, I thought it was good for these guys to get floor time, especially Drummond and LeBron, because if that doesn't work in the playoffs, we're in big, big trouble. And I think it is working the best that it can, given the time they've had to play together, which is like, what, two, three games, right? Three, four games uh, total, like two. Thanks, Tom. Uh, I mean, that's nothing. That's that's like, oh, hey, how you doing? Nice to see you. Like in the locker. That's that's what that is. So, you know, a lot of questions still for this team in terms of the starting five, how the rotations are going to shake out. I can I see the argument of more practice time would have been nice. It, I, the, frankly, the game's on Wednesday, so that's going to be the most days in between games I think the team has seen since the All-Star break. So <laughs> I think that means that we'll, at least we'll get some practice in. And I wouldn't be too surprised if Frank says, listen, we're going all in on Golden State. Here's the kitchen sink. We'll, we'll let anybody but Steph Curry beat us. And we'll see, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll live with that. 
And uh, I would not be surprised at all if that's exactly what we see from the Lakers on Monday is a kitchen sink defense. Wednesday. 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 I'm sorry. Thank you. Wednesday. Kitchen sink defense at Steph. And uh, let's see what Draymond can do with the rest of the guys. Also here as well as a good man indeed. He is the mastermind behind Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, before we head it over to you, I want to give a rundown of today's game. Anthony Davis, 30 minutes, 14 points. I think it was more of a pedestrian game for him. Didn't really seem to put out much effort on both ends of the floor. I think he was just cruising until he, again, like I was talking about in New Orleans, when they tried to do a double team, tried to tweak his foot out. So that was not exactly welcomed. LeBron James also, after he did a layup, he also got tweaked uh, on the ankle by another New Orleans player. But he finished with 25 points, six assists, three steals. Seems to be getting at a really nice rhythm. So I'm really happy about that. Two for five from three. Andre Drummond, 13 points, 13 rebounds, two block shots. Good effort from him. Dennis Schroeder kicked in with 12, Caldwell Pope with 10. And that's pretty much where it came down to because all the scrubs that came in, the reserves came in, and then they just, uh, everybody else was just playing for time because the game was essentially over. But I want to hear your thoughts on the Lakers heading into the playing game because it was decided that they will be the seventh seed in the Western Conference. Kind of disappointing because the fact that they're now looking like they're on a pretty good note going into the season. Something that we didn't see last year because heading into the playoffs, it was the other way around. It's uh, kind of reminiscent, though, of the bubble that that you had these series of games. That uh, yeah, I, I think the big thing is the Lakers did what they could do from their side. And finishing out with five wins, I think, was pretty impressive. I thought it's been really important that uh, Andre Drummond has been playing extremely well the last three games. He's had three double doubles, solid double doubles. Not you know not a nine, not a ten and ten double double, but thirteen and thirteen is is a big step up there. And if we get thirteen and thirteen from him and two blocks, I mean, you know, I've I think this has solidified our starting lineup going into the playoffs. I don't think that ensures that. Uh, there won't be situations where we might decide to start Marcus All, and a lot of will depend upon. But but basically, the starting job is Drummond's to lose. It's it's been ever since he was signed as a free agent. So uh, I'm I'm actually pretty happy with it. I, I like the fact that uh, Dre is is continuing to restrict his game to what the coaches are asking of him. I've been pretty impressed with his passing out of the post. He's uh, and, and these are are not easy passes because he's throwing long passes to open three point shooters uh, most of the time and uh, and he seems to be finishing LeBron when LeBron gives him a lob man he is putting that lob down and a lot of that is just a testament to the quality of the pass that LeBron gives the guy but uh, the the front court of of LeBron AD and Andre Drummond looks pretty intimidating right now. And uh, KCP is still shooting well. Shooters come back. Uh, and apparently Dennis says he's the only one who didn't get vaccinated. Um, I don't know how that prevents him from getting kicked out again for protocol issues. Um, you know, that, I listened to that entire conversation of, of Dennis's and it was, he might as well have been speaking in German. It was really perplexing, you know. But, but didn't he mention uh, about LeBron saying that he didn't get vaccinated either? 
Uh, LeBron hasn't said anything other than uh, family no, but I thought, decision. But, but I thought Dennis spoke for him. Well, Dennis earlier like a, had that, said that he and LeBron were the only two. Yeah, that now was like a month ago. That, that was that was about the only a month one. Ago. Yeah. Okay. Things might have changed, um, but and I hope you so. know. I hope so. You can't worry about what other teams are doing. The Clippers want to. If the Clippers want to want to tank a game, you know, in order to avoid meeting the Lakers in the second round. And if the, Seem like both them the and Nuggets, the, the Nuggets want to do the yeah, same thing. They both uh, wanted to. Eight more power to them. Um, they're going to regret it because both of them are on our sites. You know, we're likely to, we've got the, we've got the Warriors on Wednesday. We beat the Warriors and I think we will. Then the next task we have is going to be the Phoenix Suns. It's another team that's going to have a hard time to match up with them. We go through the Suns, I believe. Now the the way that the uh, with the Clippers and Nuggets switching places, or are the Nuggets holding on to that number uh, number three spot? Then well, the- hold on. I'll, let me read it this out okay. to everybody. Okay. On the Western Conference, we're going to start with the Eastern Conference because we don't give the Eastern Conference enough love. Uh, that was also very hectic to the last day in several spots. First was the Philadelphia 76ers and also the big medallion that Joel Embiid had sitting on the sideline. And I'm going to hit it up to you, L. Rob. I got you on standby, my friend. We'll get you right taken care of right away. Brooklyn Nets came in second with all three of their players now back. Their star players are now back. And Kyrie Irving, I do want to give a shout out that he is distracted by what's going on in the world. And you know what? For, there, there's good reasons why. I want to give him credit for that. So I know we always uh, have fun with some of the things that he says, but this time I think he he's right on that. Milwaukee Bucks under the radar with Giannis Antetokounmpo, their third. New York Knicks, give some props to the Knicks and the Knicks fans because you know what? They're back and they're back strong, riding high off the back of Julius Randle. They're in the four spot. Atlanta Hawks. I guess firing a coach did a lot of good because they ended up in the fifth spot at 41 and 31. Miami ended up next. I think that was kind of a surprise that they didn't finish up ahead of Atlanta and also New York. So they ended up sixth. So watch out for them because if they are healthy, they can prove to be a a major thorn in the side of any of those top three candidates in the Eastern Conference. Then you have in seventh place, yeah, Boston Celtics. Uh, unfortunately, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when, especially with Jalen Brown. Obviously, his season has ended, so it's going to be Jason Tatum against the world, and I don't know how long that's going to last. In the eighth spot, Washington Wizards. They're the team, uh, Kent, of all the teams in the playoffs, they're the most miraculous to end up. And, yeah, they deserve a special clap as well. From nothing and being a laughing stock and being just a team that was – in such disarray and Scotty Brooks, you could see the life being sucked out of his eyes early in the season to a team that has come back so strong. And Russell Westbrook, who was laughed and mocked at the beginning of the season, he went on a tear like very few other individuals in the sport has ever done. And he helped basically him and Bradley Bill just carried the team to a eight spot from all the way from nothing to something so watch out for them sneaking in on in on the playoffs here especially if they get through the plan pretty clean they could go as high as seven so you better be watching out for them in fact i'm picking them over the boston celtics uh you know this middle this definitely. week as well yeah definitely. For sure. 
It's not Indiana, even a question. Yeah, Indiana <laughs> came up ninth, and you see the the issues going on with them. They've got coaching issues on the hot seat. Got a lot of injury issues still. They got a lot of things to iron out. So I don't think Indiana is long for this tournament as well. And then, of course, Charlotte, who was on such a high in the first part of the season. LaMelo Ball had ordained him rookie of the year. And you know what? Unfortunately, the, you know he's going to still end up being rookie of the year. But his play, especially after he came back from injury, and also the, the actual whole team, ever since he did have his injury, it tailed off ever since. And they finished 10th. So there are your 10 spots right there, and we'll see how that plays out because next week after the play-ins are done, I will do a special playoff preview so we can break down even further all these playoff matchups coming up. So stay tuned for that right here at the Lakers Fast Break. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, hoop heads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. But in the Western Conference, here we go. Utah Jazz, you want to give them props? They did end up being by one game number one in the western hey, conference number phoenix, one is number one baby yep phoenix they exceeded expectations and were breathing down utah's neck but they did finish number two like tom said they will be the team that we play if we beat golden state on wednesday which again we should there's no more excuses now as long as the feet of anthony davis and lebron are, are good enough to go denver nuggets they're number three they ended up Denver and the Clippers both tried their hardest to go ahead and get out of the way of the Lakers. <laughs> it was very amusing to see that all night long, but mm-hmm. they both tried hard and they both lost tonight. So the tiebreaker goes to the Nuggets and they finish number three. The Clippers finish number four. Dallas Mavericks with Luka. Now, mind you, Dallas, Portland, and the Lakers all have the same record. Right. But due to the tiebreakers in right. one-on-one matchups, and I think because Dallas is also a division winner. Division winner, yeah. Yeah, yeah give me a break on that one. Whatever. Dallas yeah. wins number five. Also, Portland number six, and LA's number seven. Yeah. Golden State is number eight, as we've talked about. So they'll start the play-in on Wednesday. Those two will match up. Then you have Memphis. Give a shout-out to Memphis. Always that overachieving team. Always give them props because they try so hard because they don't have the talent of the top teams. And number 10, finally back. I guess you could say this is a playoff return, kind of. At number 10 is the San Antonio Spurs. So there you have it. There you have it right there for you. And then, of course, you have after that New Orleans and Sacramento. And I'm sure Luke Walton is already packing his bags at this point in time. But there you have it. And Western Conference. Hopefully everybody gets a chance to go ahead and get that breakdown. But 
A good man indeed is also here with us. He is a major force at Lakerholics.com. It is L. Rob. L. Rob, great to have you here. Thank you, first off, for your patience. I want to hear your thoughts. The Lakers are going into Wednesday now knowing they have to go ahead and just win one game. But they would like to go ahead and make it easier on themselves at home against the Golden State Warriors. Well, thanks for having me, Gerald. It's always a pleasure to join you guys. So when we were talking about this a few weeks ago, you and I think Laker Tom both were like, yeah, the play-in would be nice. We'll get a chance to get everybody in the groove. And, and my mantra has always been, you do not want to play an extra minute ever. Yeah, because I lean towards you now. I lean towards you. Well, I'm glad you finally came away from the dark side. Because well, every time, every time they 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 tap their foot or somebody kicks their feet or or they 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 move it the wrong way and they're checking down AD and LeBron, they're checking their legs, they're checking their feet. We, we, it's we, like we we do have Anthony Davis on our team. We do not want to play one minute more than we have to i mean i see your point oh, i see your but, point um but you know what you got to do what you got to do and uh um i'll give uh tom his props he mentioned back when we had that stretch coming up i mean they were playing denver portland phoenix Clippers, and new york in a five yeah. game span he said that's going to be the telltale sign and it was just like they got tom's memo they showed up against dallas <laughs> they dominated that game they played very tough up in Portland and lost a tough game. Uh, of course, the Clippers were hyped and they and they spanked the Lakers, but then they came back and they beat Phoenix, and which was a pivotal win to me. And then That's they went huge. and beat New York to win three out of five games. So the Lakers are playing very well. Golden State, Wiggins has waking up. He's playing better. Jordan Poole is is um, playing like an NBA player. So they got some guys playing with a little, a little bit of confidence. Uh, <laughs> He's a University of Michigan guy. Oh, so I man. Gotta, I got to take mean, a shot you know, anytime I, I can. I mean, but he has, look, I mean, he had 38 points the other game. I'm like, wow. I know, no, that's legit. That's legit. Yeah, yeah, that's legitimate. So um, the Lakers should not lose to this team. I mean, it is scary anytime you're, you're facing Steph because he can go off. But you got uh, Dennis is a very good defender. He'll be in his hip pocket. Caruso. I do not worry about teams with small guards um, dominating us. So I mean, I think that's the that's a good matchup for us. I worry about guys with with good wing players is, is I think where we have a a little bit more of a challenge. So we'll take care of Golden State. Phoenix is good. I mean, if the Lakers are playing our game, you know what I mean. Let's face it, we have a very good. We got a great team. If we can stay healthy and play good, bring it on. Bring it. Bring on whoever's in our way. Bring it on. I'm not worried. Bring it on, indeed, because uh, I'll tell you what, L. Rob, you said it best right there. I think you were on that. Like, I mean, I definitely am on your train right now in regards to that. Unfortunately, it didn't turn out to be the case, and if the Lakers would have just won one more game, it would have worked out right because of the fact that you know the, their their feet are so tender, you can see yeah. it. You yeah. can it's see something is not right. Tender feet. Yeah. twice in a row to the Mavericks. So. They, yeah. uh, AD was not playing at the if he would have played anywhere near like he's played in the last two weeks, but he was just coming back, he was just coming back yeah. against Dallas and, and he just wasn't ready yet. But that I'll was- tell you what, L Rob, and also Laker Tom, I'll, I'll as I turn it over to you, 
as Jamie Sweet is uh, checking some stuff right now. I wanted to go ahead and make, let you know, before he got that ankle tweaked, LeBron was looking really good. The thing that stuck out to me most as a 36-year-old basketball player, my God, the speed on that guy. When he has everything going, did you check out the speed, how he was just out sprinting the Pelicans, two Pelicans, to go ahead and get that layup on that one play and that, of course, he's flying all around as normal. And this was on a back-to-back. Yeah, no, LeBron, uh, I felt the same way, Gerald, that uh, LeBron the last two games has really looked lively. You know, he's uh, he's had a real burst to his step. Uh, and he, and he's also been jumping really well, you know. I mean, you got to remember, too, that he's a one-foot jumper. Uh, and right-handed guys jump off their left feet when they're, off their left foot when they're going up for layups. So that right ankle basically is not going to hold him back. It was a little scary seeing him twist it there and, and not not get up right away. Um, thank God he was smiling off of the bench, so you, you kind of feel a little bit of confidence there. Yeah. And we've got a little time off. But, uh, you know, those are – we've always said that the Lakers will go as far as LeBron and AD carry them. And, and I think that we see both of those guys now are 100% healthy or as close to 100% healthy as you can be at this point in time in the season. You know, if you just kick their feet, it's going to be that they're not 100% healthy, especially with AD. Hey, you I know, mean, they came over on that double team, and they kicked him in the foot, and that's all it took for AD just to go, you know. Leg injuries, leg and foot injuries are the bane of the NBA, man, uh, because that's where your game is played. You know, that determines whether you play above or below the rim, and and these both are bo- both guys that play above the rim, and so – when you're up in the air like that and you come down, there's uh, it's a dangerous landing zone. I also think, too, the rest of the team has looked good. You know, I, I posted an article the other day that there's another five or six players when LeBron was out who had game-winning or game-sealing plays on offense and defense during the last – during this five-game stretch that we've won. The team is still searching for some continuity because of all of the different lineups and all of the different injuries – but we showed last year how quickly we can pull it all together, and it's going to be interesting. The one thing I did do is I did watch the uh, Warriors play, and if there was ever a warning about how dangerous Steph Curry can be, you, all you had to do was watch the end of that game because it looked like it looked like the Warriors were going to go down, and then, boom, Curry. Uh, it'll be interesting. I, I, I'm sure that the, the, the three plays at the end where Steph hit three threes in a row are going to be on the screen for the Lakers defenders and understanding how you cannot, he is the best that I have ever seen at passing the ball and repositioning himself for a wide open shot. I mean, nobody, nobody has the quickness or determination and for a defender, anybody who's played the game of basketball, you know, that's the last thing you want to do is to guard a guy like Steph man, who never stops moving. Yeah. Um, That play he did, to get open at the end by going all the way out to the off to the half court line, passing the ball and then cutting over for an open three. That was a beautiful play. And and the Lakers basically are going to have to watch that. Uh, but like you said, Gerald, the formula is going to be obviously anybody but Steph beating us, but he's, he's there's, there, you can talk about trying to stop Dane and Dame and trying to stop Harden. Um, but Steph is in a league by himself when it comes to being able to reposition himself or even get a shot off. You know, he's got a quicker shot than 
than Harden does or than any anybody else in the league. And he's got more range than anybody else. So that that's a challenge. I think we're going to win that. I think we'll go on and we'll take Phoenix. I think we'll go on after that and get a little revenge on the Denver Nuggets, who now find themselves in our bracket. Um, and uh, hopefully the Clippers will make it to the finals, in the Western Conference finals this time, so we won't have, we won't have no more excuses from them in the half, all of next year. How they could have done this, and they just didn't get a chance to meet the Lakers. Big win, and I'm right along with Lee. I'm I'm confident the Lakers have got they're in position now where they can become the first team lower than a fifth seed to win an NBA championship. And I'm sure you are not unlike anybody else that's out there. I mean, things were not looking good, and you know it was just really lo- not looking like it was going to be long for the NBA playoffs. The return of AD, Dennis Schroeder, LeBron James, things are totally turned around. You can see the attitude of the team shifting towards a much more positive slant. And now it looks like they feel, in fact, LeBron said as such, that they can take on anybody. They're not scared of anybody. Just bring them on. We'll go ahead and deal with it. L. Rob, I want to ask you this. There was another return, and I'll get you in a sec, JB Sweet. And another return coming up that happened today. And no, it was not B. Garcia, Jared Dudley, as much <laughs> as everybody loves to say. You know, it was the return today, though, was Alex Caruso. And I know they make a big deal about him in the Lakers broadcast and the GOAT and all that. And it was great last year as a story. It's just, I want to see him play good defense and play consistent ball. I know that they're all up in arms about him finishing the season with 41% from three, but I don't see him as a sharpshooter. And no. I don't see him at the point where you can hand it to him eight to 10 times a game and say, shoot it up from three. I say, if you can give him three shots a game from, from the three-point arc and he hits two of them, you're, you're money. That's great. That's golden. We'll take that. But I don't see him as someone who is going to be that sharpshooter that we can rely on, at least not yet. To me, that part of this game still has to be proven. But what is not needs to be proven and that he just needs to go ahead and do is play hard defense. If he does that, he'll play a vital role for the team in this year's playoffs. Once again. Yep. Yep. Crusoe makes so many winning plays. When you look at that, like the clinching game last year in the finals, the defense that him, KCP, I mean, the whole team, that whole team. was textbook. It was yeah. like, if you just want to draw up how to play great defense, pull up that game right there from the opening tip, and they just smothered Miami everywhere they went. So we know that that's definitely something Caruso can do. He's a head, heady player. He makes smart plays when the offense, when he doesn't have to generate the offense and kind of run the show, when he can just be a guy out there, fly around and make things happen, he's at his best, so. Yeah, we're going to need him. He's an important piece. But I will say this now, that 41%, maybe it's the real deal. The league is littered with guys who came in doing one thing, made their money off one thing, and games kind of evolved. So maybe – He is in a contract off. year, though. Yeah, no, maybe right. he, he can, maybe he'll go out and shoot 45% in the playoffs from three-point. I mean, there'll be wide-open shots playing with LeBron and AD, so – if that's the case, then you know what? Not only will it help the Lakers, but it will help his paycheck as well yeah, coming right. up uh, in the offseason. And I think that's that's half the that's half the yeah. thing. He, he he is pulling the trigger now, and he he's not hesitant, 
and passing up as many as those three-point shots as he has in the past. So, And he doesn't uh, have to play the point as much with a healthy Dennis Schroeder and LeBron James yeah. in the lineup, which I think gives Laker Tom some a little bit of peace of mind, and he can take a little <laughs> bit of, of a deeper breath because, you know, Laker Tom is yeah. – I already said at length about his passing skills, which I agree yeah. upon with Laker Tom on that. He's not a point guard. Even no. though he was brought into this team as a point guard, he's just not an NBA-level point guard that you can go ahead and consistently rely upon. But as an off-guard who makes life miserable for others on the defensive end as a good team defender and also a willing one-on-one defender, I think he can play a vital role for the team just like he did last year when I was real happy about him starting that sixth game in the NBA Finals and proving Mark Jackson wrong. That's what I want to see, and that's what I want to see for him because that means he's going to get a nice chunk of change in the offseason. He probably won't with the Lakers, but at least he'll be able to sign a nice contract. But, Jamie, I mean, your impressions on the team going into this play-in, I mean, uh, L. Rob and Laker Tom have both said about the importance of stopping Curry, or at least not stopping Curry because you're really not going to do that. And to the guy who actually won the scoring title this year, and did it going away, especially after such a great performance today. But the idea is maybe make his life miserable enough so that it takes a lot of shots to go ahead and get a lot of points. That's the idea with any great NBA player. I mean, there's there's no stopping some of these guys. You don't stop LeBron James. You don't stop Steph Curry. You don't stop James Harden or Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant. You make their life difficult. And on the Nets, you are, take a little bit of solace that only one of them can shoot the ball in any given position. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. People are just losing their minds trying to consume Marvel products right now, and I don't blame them. This is some of the best entertainment you can get on TV and big screen right now. If something's going to be successful or not, they look at the mentions, they look at the likes, they look at the retweets and the tweets and the subtweets and the tweet tweets, and they look at all of that to say, okay, this is actually going to garner a lot of attention. Is it going to be enough, though? I think the fish out of water syndrome might be enough for somebody like us because it's going to be hilarious to watch two stoner kids we saw barely make it through high school now live in a society that they fully don't understand because they've been stuck in a decade and never came out of it. Facebook stars, not ninja stars, okay? I know how some people take things literally. So don't throw ninja stars at us, but like the Facebook stars, click on those. That's what we want. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, to, just to touch on the Caruso thing, you know, I, I kind of disagree with some of that. I think that there is definitely a role for a guard in the NBA, whether the, the whatever position they play at. I mean, one of the things that always kind of trips me out about when we talk about the Lakers is that we try to put them in a traditional box. Like, what about this team is traditional? LeBron's the point guard. I mean, that's you know, even when well, Schroeder starts, primary ball handler, it's just not. He's our thing. fourth or fifth best ball handler, Caruso. Yes. He's our fourth or fifth. That's not his job. His job has never been run the offense, get everybody involved. Well, uh, that's why I'm saying it's great to have Dennis and oh, yeah. LeBron back in the lineup, so he Definitely. doesn't have to do that. 100. percent He is like kind of like Jordan Clarkson. I always felt like Jordan Clarkson was so much more deadly as the off-ball guard, because he could use his quickness. To, like the backdoor cut, Caruso, like when the second defender followed LeBron out, I want to say this is in the second quarter, and Caruso just kind of 
he didn't even like run fast. He just kind of jogged into the low post, took the back the pass from LeBron because the, the, there was nobody there to guard him and hit that hit that little reverse slit. Like those are the kind of plays that, like L. Rob said, those are winning plays. Those are plays that when you can make LeBron go, oh, here's an easy pass for an easy score. Those matter in the playoffs more than they do than they ever do in the regular season. Those are what turn playoff series around. Those kind of backdoor cuts, where maybe you're down ten, or maybe you're up two, and the, they're coming at you, and you you make a simple play like that. And it's easy to say like, oh, what a great play, but it require you know great play by LeBron, great pass by LeBron. But it takes a guy to cut. Like if nobody makes the cut, there's no pass. So that's one of the things I like about the LeBron Caruso synergy. Uh, I think after the regular season in the playoffs last year, there was a stat that showed like the most one of the most devastating plays in the NBA was the Caruso LeBron pick and roll, uh, mm-hmm. and that's and just by you know by efficiency, points scored, whatever metric you wanted to measure it by, the LeBron James, at least on the Lakers. It might not have been in the league, but it was definitely on the Lakers. LeBron augments players. Like, that is his best skill. And so, like, when you have a smart guy like Caruso, when you have a smart guy like AD, when you have a smart guy like Gasol, those guys fit great with LeBron. He doesn't always need a Tristan Thompson or, like, a raw, like, power athletic dude he needs smart dudes like Derek Fisher is a great example of was Derek Fisher the greatest ball handler or passer certainly not but I don't think anybody will ever say that Derek Fisher was not a winning player or couldn't contribute skills on to a winning culture or a winning team so I think we got a lot of guys that fit that mold uh and that was what I thought was most revealed when LeBron and AD were out there weren't there wasn't another guy who could get the team going you know all on their own Schroeder couldn't do it THD couldn't do it. Caruso couldn't do it. No, nobody. Uh, there's nobody, right? There's nobody that replicates what LeBron and AD do, which is why what we've said since the beginning of last season when AD first came here, we go as far as the two of them take us. And that was true then. It was true at the beginning of the year. It's true now. It'll be true in training camp next season. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's just, it's just, that's it. There's not really much to debate after that. You know, these guys are not skilled enough good enough, athletic enough, whatever you want enough to take a team far in the regular season or certainly in the playoffs without LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Um, And, uh, you know, I don't, that's about it. (laughs) They're role players. Yeah. And they're good role players. They're great role players. They're capable of of being stars in their own role. Totally. Like Caruso could probably kill it in Orlando. You know what I mean? Like, or Kuzma. I mean, Kuzma could probably kill it in Orlando. Like shoot 20 shots a game, Kyle. You know, 10 three-pointers, you know, get to the line a bunch, but he won't win. He'll put up numbers. He'll have volume, but he I don't think he would win. I mean, no better than Vukovic or, or Gordon or, you know, he's on, he's that level of role players. And there's tiers within the role player hierarchy, of course. But, like, I just think that, you know, it's it doesn't hurt LeBron and AD to play with these guys uh, and – they need to play with AD and LeBron to know how the feeding, the food chain works, right? Like when there's no LeBron and no AD, everybody got to eat a lot more of the basketball. That's not going to happen in the playoffs. It's going to be a two man show followed by a team. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see again, you know, Trez didn't play tonight. Gasol was the, was the guy off the bench. And I don't know that that'll be true every series. It's going to be interesting. I'll be curious to see what happens in the Portland game with the, I'm sorry, with the Golden State game in terms of the rotations. Well, I know that Laker Tom had mentioned that he thinks, and I think as well, that the Lakers have 12 viable players for eight spots, essentially. Right. I agree with that. 
you know, maybe you'll throw nine out there, but the ninth guy is only going to get under 10 minutes in a playoff game. Or foul you know, trouble or something. Right. Yes, foul tr- trouble or something. So you see all those players, there's going to be three or four each game that's going to get a, a no or miniature amount of minutes. So people need to get used to that. It's a matter of Frank Vogel touching on the right people at the right time and using them in the right situation. Last year, I know at the beginning, we were worried about, especially with JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard, when do you utilize them? When do you not? You, and Frank Vogel hit on it. He hit on it at the end. He realized where he needed to go and what direction he needed to go with and eventually ended up being Markeith Morris, who we could see playing a role in the playoffs after he's done nothing for the past couple months virtually. So it could be that same thing again that he touches upon out of nowhere because he's got all these viable players. L. Rob, let me ask you this. If you're Frank Vogel going into the play-in game and preparing for a playoff run, that hopefully leads to another championship for the Los Angeles Sakers. How are you preparing your team and, and the type of roles that you want them to play as far as, like I said, you're going to have to go ahead and re- shrink that size of that roster that you use each and every game. What the, I just thought about the Lakers. What We lost the first game last year against Portland, I believe. We lost the first game, I think, in almost every series, seemingly. Uh, we didn't lose the first one in Denver. And the and the finals, that's right. Yeah, it was just the yeah. Houston and the, and, and the Portland. First game. So yeah, you don't want to get off to the slow start. You prepared <laughs> the Lakers didn't mind. No, no, <laughs> no. But this year, I mean, if you get off to a slow yeah. start, you're playing. You don't want to make a habit of it. Yeah, I mean, you you're playing. Definitely not against the Warriors. Yeah, you playing. You lose against the Warriors. You're playing for your life in the last game. So you prepare them by just going over defense. I mean, you're going to score enough points. But if you play solid defense against Golden State and you force them to do things they don't want to do, you know, you force guys uh, like uh, um, Baysmore, you force all of those guys to have the ball in their hand with the shot clock running down for those guys to make plays, um, you know, you'll be in good shape. Steph Curry against the Lakers for the year, he uh, averaged 23 points on 42% shooting, 35% from the field. I think the Lakers won a couple of those games by blowout. So he didn't, he's only averaged 30 minutes. So that was low minutes. If you remember the one game they did beat us was when the game Kelly Oubre went nuts. Yeah. He was in such a terrible slump all season. And then when they played us, he just busted out. I don't know. He 28 points, 30 points or whatever. And that's and, what you uh, don't want. You don't want him or Jordan Poole. He's or gone. A, we don't have to worry about him. He's gone, but Wiggins or Kelly Oubre is gone. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Wiggins or Poole or Draymond Green to suddenly yeah. realize, hey, maybe I can score some points. Yep. That's what you don't want. Yep, yep. So just uh, go in there, sound defense, make the guys shoot that you that don't want to shoot. What's the big guy they got starting again? That's right. his name. You're talking Looney. about uh, Kevon Looney? Looney. Yeah, you, yeah, let Looney have the ball to make decisions. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Looney to touch the ball when he's in there. Yeah, yeah Looney ain't gonna play in that game. He's gonna. They're gonna go with Draymond at five. Yeah, you can no, bet on it. No way, Tom. No way. No, if if he doesn't start, he'll come off the bench, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but he's, they're they're gonna go small against the Lakers, which is going to, which is gonna they be a challenge guys, because Vogel's gonna have to decide what he does with Drummond. Yeah, they don't have the guys. Golden State does not have the the, the guys to play. They have to play Kayvon Looney. He's one of their better players. So and he's he's played in the playoffs. So 
Steve Curtis. I mean, he ain't going to start. He's not going to start. Okay. Fremont's going to start at five. I, mean, uh, I read all of the press up here from – I live in the Bay Area. Okay. I'm listening, to, I'm listening to everything that they're saying about the Lakers series or the Lakers game and the play-in. They're going to go small. From, Listen, the, from the opening tip, huh? It's going to be a three is greater than two type of attempt game because they're going to shoot threes like you've never seen before. Steph is going to take 20 threes. You know, it, it, they're going to just – they're the going to just try to trade three for two every time down the, Lakers the court. Lakers are not going to give Steph threes. He's it's the only way go. they can beat the Lakers. They, yeah, they're but, not going to beat them by putting Looney in there and going big against the Lakers. But they're going to force Steph off the three-point line. He's going to have to go inside the three-point line, or unless he's going to take some bad threes, which he can hit. Yeah, I, he's high. I think Steph's going to get his numbers. I think our job is to stop the other guys from scoring so we don't have a second guy who – becomes Ubre or becomes Poole or becomes Draymond. Well the thing is with, with gonna Curry, get his 40. Well the thing is with Curry, if he gets oh, 40, you just want no, him to do no, it on no, 25, no, 30 no. shots. You, know, exactly. you want to do it on a whole bunch of shots and, and you don't want a dozen assists to go with it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we're not conceding 40 points to Steph. No way. Sure. No. I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say no to anything. It's an NBA game. Anything can happen. Yeah. I yeah, think the Lakers are gonna 40. He can score 40, but he better be taking 40 shots then and get his 40. That's what I mean. Make that's him earn it. That's what Make him work yeah. for it. Take 30 shots and score 40. He, yeah, that's yeah. that means we that means we're winning. That means we're doing a good I job. I think we'll win by 20. If he shoots uh, under 40% from the field combined, yeah. then that's you're you're at least you're doing the best you can against him. I think yeah, that's what's not the same. We're not gonna see the same Steph Curry we saw earlier in the year. He, You're gonna no, see the Steph Curry you saw in the last saw, five games, man. Yeah, no. yeah, and then they, they, and Tom, they're not gonna see the same LeBron or AD or none of those guys that they saw early in the year either. That works both ways. LeBron, no, no, I, I, I agree, but I just LeBron know, I just know what everybody, everybody LeBron following the Warriors says is gonna happen as far as how they're going to play the Lakers. LeBron lost to Steph how many times? Three times. Yeah. Uh, in right, the finals yeah. or in overall? Three times in the finals. Three times. Two times. Two times. Okay. Two, yeah. So, two times. So, trust two me, the last thing he wants to do is lose to a Warriors team again. So if they go small from the beginning of the game, cool. We just go really dominate them then. Uh, well, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see how Drummond does because yeah. the Lakers are not going to gonna, they're gonna, the Lakers are gonna try to go big. They're not gonna they're not gonna sit Drummond for the first for a play-in game. No. Who's everybody's X factor for the Warriors in the series? Let's assume that 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 you mean for the plan. For the I'm sorry, I keep saying series too. I it, it it's I'm just used to, it's my NBA uh, lingo. Well, it's it's it, got to be Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins. I agree. No, I agree with I agree Wiggins. If Wiggins can score 20 points on fewer than 20 shots, yeah. the Warriors are going to have a chance. I think it's it's, cool. it's about as it could be either one. It, it could be any of those three. It's Draymond dream, because he's the only guy who can guard Davis. I don't think he can guard Davis. I don't think he's quick enough. Not anymore. It depends on if they call him for grabbing. He's, and smart. he's a smart defender, man. Yeah, yes, we'll is. see. He's I, I, defender, but he's too little. He's, he's too, too little. little. He's too slow. And, and nobody on Golden State can stay in front of LeBron. Is more. I mean, who's Dr- Draymond can only guard one of the two. He can either guard LeBron and shut Wiggins, LeBron down. No, he can't. 
he can't say no. No, I didn't say guard. I didn't say he can guard. I said that's going to be his assignment. Oh, right, exactly. No, exactly. And LeBron's going to destroy Andrew Wiggins. So that that's that's where I kind of see the game going down. Like I assume that Steph is actually going to get about forty because the Warriors really don't have yeah. a shot if they if he doesn't. If well, if, if Curry yeah. turns in a 20, 25 point game, it's 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 just know, how many shots can you get? You know, can that, you have him take before it gets to forty? shots to get that 40 then there you go you're you're doing your job on a defensive and if, end. And if wiggins hits like four of six from three and has like 20 points on 12 or 13 shots that's a problem too but yeah 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 listen, the warriors have more firepower than people think um, i agree and and i think one of the things we're going to see the lakers do uh, just like i predicted that the warriors are going to go small the other thing i think the lakers are going to do is they're going to give the ball to Dennis a lot because they want Dennis to attack Steph on offense. They want to make Steph work on defense. You don't think they'll switch somebody else off of Steph and have Steph guard Pope? I think they'll switch We'll just keep trying to isolate him. We just want to keep isolating him, whoever got him. KCD will run from side to side then. Right. I think you'll see see Horton Tucker get into the game too. I think he's going to play. They don't have a rim protector and he's – Perfect for attacking. Yeah, but if if, if Cotton worry THT on a one on one, that spells trouble for me. No, them. I worry about THT on defense in the playoffs a lot. I think that he's he may be of all the of all the small forwards after LeBron, he may end up finding his minutes challenged by defense the most. Um, because Macklemore can stay in front of guys. I'm sorry. Matthews could stay in front of guys. And Macklemore can shoot. Macklemore is absolutely the worst defender on the team. Right, but he's he could he opens up the floor in a way that THT never will, never will open up the floor at least this season. I mean, we can't talk about the future, but right now in this NBA playoffs, THT is get, they're going to play in the drive, and that's what he wants to do. So yeah, I but think the Warriors switch everything. The Warriors' defense is switch everything, which means that you can hunt. Who you is can this hunt. firepower we don't yeah. know about in the Warriors? Please enlighten well, me. In the past, well, <laughs> let me let me say this, L. Rob. Uh, in the past, what seven days? Uh, the Warriors oh, right, have three different 30-point scores. Wiggins, yeah. Poole, and, yeah. of course, Curry, who right. won the scoring title. So I want to go ahead and say, you know what, you have to worry about one of those other two outside of Curry getting hot. If, if again, you have – if the rest of the, the Warriors plays – Jordan Poole in, a, in, a, in the second year playing in the league in a, in a win-or-take-home game. I'm sorry. If we let Jordan Poole – if he beats the Lakers – we deserve to lose. <laughs> Good point. Good point indeed. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the world champion, Los Angeles Lakers. Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. But once again, the Lakers did win today, 110 to 98. Great comments by V Garcia. He agrees with Laker Tom that if you make Curry work on defense, he's not the same threat on offense. So we'll see how they can work that out. The matchups will begin as far as it's concerned. We'll do a preview on that. Plus Monday, 
check out my conversation with Rafael Barlow on the season ending awards. So we'll go ahead and talk about that as well. But guys, before we head on out, there's some great things to talk about at Lakerholics.com. So I'll start with you, Laker Tom, the mastermind behind Lakerholics.com. What are you working on for your medium.com site? And of course, Lakerholics.com. Well, I think the big question for the Lakers is basically who's going to be in the rotation. And, and I think it's based upon the the opponent in every situation. I think it's it's a matchup situation where Frank is going to look and see. I think we're going to see the same starting five the entire playoffs this time. Unless for some reason we suddenly find that uh, Drummond can't hold his own and can't deliver that double-double every game, I think he's going to start and he's going to get most of the minutes um, because of his age. And I also think that, you know, he's been, he's earned it. He's played really well the last five games. Other things that I think have really become really important the last five games is that Alex Caruso went through a real streak in the middle of the season toward the end of the season where he was not showing strong plus minuses. He was showing negative plus minuses and wasn't really having an impact in net ratings that he normally did in the last five games. He is the top of the Lakers as far as net rating goes, 22 points. So uh, I, I think that combined with shooting bodes well, as well as being a contract year. Um, I think after the starting lineup, all of the starters seem to be playing well, giving Dennis a little credit for the fact that he's been out uh, and is still trying to get his legs underneath him. Yeah. But I think the top, the, the top three reserves are obviously going to be Kuzma, uh ac and probably west matthews i think those are the three guys who are going to get the bulk of the minutes and then then i think the rest of it is going to be sort of a matchup situation depending on what we need you know gasol will get in there probably the ninth man at this point in time who could be 10th it would just depend if we need three-point shooting ben might be the guy if we need somebody attacking the rim uh, and the Warriors could be a good case for this, I think, because of, of the way that uh, THD can attack the rim. And then, you know, you have to always remember that if we go and play with AD at the five, his best, the best player with him at the four is got to be Markeith Morris. And mm-hmm. Keith played really well when he was in there mm-hmm. uh, in, the, in the recent games. And he's also, you know, he started to hit his threes and he started to, also be able to post up smaller guys. So we're going to see a constant matchup based upon the opponent as we go through the series, you know, and I think, and I think it's probably pretty clear who we're going to play. We're going to, we obviously are in line now in the play in game to play the Warriors. I think the Suns are going to prevail and uh, the Suns will be our, our first round matchup. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think the the Nuggets will be the second round matchup. And I think the Clippers will be in the finals for the Western conference. Yeah, the only way the uh, Lakers would uh, change that is if they lose on Wednesday and then go to number eight. There. Yeah, right. Then we go to the other side of the bracket, but I don't think that's going to happen. It's going to be an interesting season. Uh, as I said before, I think this is a real opportunity for Frank Vogel to elevate his standing as a coach. If he makes all of the right moves like he did last year, the Lakers will repeat as champions and Frank Vogel will get his due as a championship caliber coach. Well, we'll definitely see if that can happen. I'm hoping that that is the case. L. Rob, always great to have you here as well, my friend. Wednesday, I'm looking forward to your analysis on the game. And before we head on out, I want to hear your thoughts on what the week ahead for the Lakers, what they need to work on, and how do they come out on top so they can go ahead and face off against the Phoenix Suns next weekend. 
Well, a great coach once said, I'll beat you with mines or give me yours and I'll beat you with yours. Now, I'm not saying that that's what uh, Vogel's going to do, but Vogel can say, you want to play big? I'll beat you playing big. You want to play small? I'll play small and my smalls will be better than your smalls. So um, I'm thinking about what Tom said. If Golden State decides to go small, <laughs> they throw out their small ball lineup. That's pretty scary. If I was them, I would try to keep a center in there to keep a big guy in there for the Lakers as opposed to you don't want to see AD at the five. That's the scary thought. Uh, that's when the Lakers really, really are at our best. So Tom can tell me. I don't know. If Pascal hasn't played in a while. He's a good player. I hadn't thought about him. Is he back? Yeah. He's scheduled to be back. I haven't seen him play in a while. I, so I think everybody but Uber is back. Okay, well, Pascal hasn't played in a while, so if he comes and Wiseman, back, and Wiseman, yeah. Wiseman won't be back. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that, that another a decent player. He's a, he's a yeah. good player too. But, um, but the Golden State Warriors outside of Kevon Looney has no real size that they can yeah. get you. No, that's it. It's Kevon Looney, and don't sleep on Kent Bazemore. Kent Bazemore is one of those guys who can burn you for like 20, 25 points in a game. Yeah, just but the problem is he may be in foul trouble because guess who's going to be guarding LeBron yeah. James? Kent Bazemore. No, I know, I know. Yeah. He, uh, it's that's th- there's some guys on the Warriors that could give us a problem, and that's yeah. the thing, you know. Yeah, you guys are NBA players, so anybody can go off at any time. But trust me, I, I I would love to see Kim Bazemore getting 15 shots. Um, I would love to see uh, Jordan Poole get a lot of time. Because Jordan Poole, if he guards somebody, that'll be the first time he's guarded somebody. I mean, he no. couldn't play on the Lakers because he don't want to defend anybody. No. Um, so, yeah, Lakers, just go out and handle our business. Jump on them from the beginning of the game. Play Steph hard. If Steph gets 40 and takes 35 shots to get his 40, you've done your good job. You know, if Draymond, you know, force him to take some shots, force Draymond to go to the basket. But make all yeah. those guys defense, like Jamie said. Whoever, if if he's if whoever steps checking, make sure that guy gets some shots and gets the ball. Draymond, you're you're a great defensive player. Well, guess what? Go out and prove it. I heard him talking junk today, saying, you know, no centers can get anything on him or whatever. And you know, um, I think Valentino said 29 though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love Draymond, he's a Spartan, Dray- so I, yeah, I Draymond's got, got a lot of this. Draymond, but you have nothing coming if, if you're going to check AD, you're going to be in foul trouble. But before yeah. we head on out, Mr. Admiral Akbar himself, Jamie Sweet, are you it's laying out game. any traps there's, for there, us? There's no more trap games, it's the playoffs. <laughs> you you, you okay. can't have trap games anymore. You you either blow it or you don't. Don't, blow not it. Have a trap game. don't, don't blow it. Don't blow it. <laughs> any game against the Clippers is a trap game because you never know, Paul George might hit some shots. Playoff P. We'll see. We'll see. That's that's so what a big are you question working mark. on with five things at Lakerholics.com. I was gonna do one for the other game, and then I thought I would see how both games worked out. It's sort of a, a a bit of a rehashing of what we got over here tonight. It comes down to LeBron and AD. If like L Rob said, if they force AD to the five, AD's gotta dominate. You know, and like Frank's he did. got to put him at the five. And Frank's gotta put him at the five. Like all of right. He will. I I I, I don't have as much concern. Frank proved to me last season, and I believe it will hold true this, that he understands that the playoffs are a different beast, that you don't have a week or two of games to burn with an experiment. You have a night to make a decision. You lose a game one way, you have one night to make a decision about how you're going to attack the next game. Because then you got to come to the team the next morning and say, hey, guys, we're changing it up. Let's all get on the same page with this. This is what we're going to do. And I thought that that was the Lakers' big strength. Frankly, it's also a strength that came from the bubble. You know, there's no travel in the bubble. Everybody was all around each other all the time. So you could 
really, you know, have more of like a hive mind over the course of the entire playoffs, which I thought, again, benefits a high IQ team like the Lakers. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this team responds to actual playoff travel, actual playoff atmospheres, actual different arenas. And that's true of everybody who did well. You know, how is Miami going to do it? But in terms of that, I'm working on that. And also some of the things that some of the guys, there's a lot of Lakers in contract years, uh, Caruso, THT, Keith, Schroeder, Basically, everybody but Kuzma, KCP, LeBron, and AD are in contract years. So, and uh, and, and LeBron and AD, those are trade <laughs> targets too. And, and yeah. Gasol, Gasol's Gasol's here next year. So those five guys are are, are Lakers of next season. One yeah, of the but guys, I don't think Gasol's staying on the team, but that's another story. That's another I mean, conversation for another day. We'll see. He, uh, until he's not, uh, you know, this is where he's signed for next year for the veteran minimum. So this is where he's uh, signed, but this not may not be where he stays. But that's no, I mean, again, yeah, that's another that's conversation that's, for another. That's off season stuff. There, he's here yeah. now, uh, and there's no trades we can make in the playoffs. Uh, although I'm sure Laker Tom wouldn't mind if there was like a one day trade window just before the playoffs where you could upheave your entire roster and trade three players for one. And oh my God, now we're gonna win a. <laughs> Well, saying. you know, our roster is not as stable as it was last year. No, I, one of I, the I, things we have to admit, we've got oh, two yeah, new no. players that have been integrated and two superstars who have come back from injuries. So it's and and uh, well, and the other thing is, you know, last year I think we used twelve different starting lineups, or maybe even a little less than that. This year we we hit 25, 25 yeah. different starting lineups. So there's just been a lot of upheaval, yeah. uh, a lot of question marks. But in a lot of ways, those question marks all come second to are LeBron and AD healthy yep. and, are, and are LeBron and AD playing well. They're both, you know, playing pretty well, as they generally tend to do. And they both are as healthy as they can be at this point in time. They just pick the right people to put out there with them and uh, you got a championship. That is the biggest question. Can can Frank replicate last year's magic? That's, yep. that's really the biggest question. Because uh, if LeBron and AD are out there, I like our chances. Joe? Because J.R. Smith and Dion Waiters are not coming through that door this time around. <laughs> and I think we can all be glad for that. Yes, uh, yes, we can. Oh, man. But I'll tell you what. Dion was dynamite in the bubble. What are you talking about? Well, you guys set me up for that, so I had to lay it in there. <laughs> but, guys, it's been great talking to you both. Once again, I'm with Admiral Akbar, Jamie Sweet. Mr. We got Laker Gerald Dudley on the team, though. We got Gerald Dudley. Everything's going to be fine. Again. Yes, we yes. Got, we got Laker Tom is here as well. And, of course, the first annual Lakers Fast Break ESPN Fantasy Basketball Challenge winner officially is L. Rob. And congratulations <laughs> goes to him. The job well done. He deserves every bit of the praise that he's going to get for it because he did a job well done as far as in fantasy basketball. This Wait, L. Rob, oh. What are you sending me? What did you say? Oh, uh, a good hearty <laughs> congratulations. Air hugs, air hugs. You get air hugs. Yes. Oh, I enjoy free place. fantasy leagues. That's why. I, that's who was who was on your oh, Rob? Who was on your team? Who was on your team? The Joker was the was the nice. centerpiece of the team. So. Nice. Yeah. Siakam was good. I had Kyrie, Draymond. Yeah. yeah. Brooke Lopez was on the squad. Uh, I picked up Barrett off the free agency wire. You said picked you picked up, up Chris Boucher. Picked up Chris Boucher off the off the free agency off the uh, scrap heap. Uh, I don't know. It was oh, you drumming him? No, no, no. It was a it was a shuffle. It was a constant shuffle of picking up guys. Oh, I had uh, I picked up Halliburton. That was a very good pick. Oh yeah, Tyrese had a great year. I think yeah. he he ought to challenge for rookie of the year. I know he won't, but he ought to. 
Yeah, yeah. Anthony Edwards should also challenge. I agree. A great closing of the uh, season. So Agreed. we'll see what happens there. But I am tomorrow night going to be speaking to Rafael Barlow, where we will discuss the season-ending awards in regards to the NBA. A little bit of change of pace for him, so I thought I'd send it out his way instead of just always draft, draft, draft. So go ahead and check out his show, NBADraftJunkies.com, NBA Draft Junkies on YouTube, and the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast, which he does every Monday and Thursday. So check that out. He will be on the show tomorrow. Go ahead with his thoughts on the NBA season. Plus also as well on Tuesday, I'm looking to do a preview of the playing games. And of course, Wednesday, we will also be back after the game against the Golden State Warriors. We're looking forward to the playing game, the first of its kind. And on prime time, I think the NBA could not have had it better and set it up better and would have liked it better any more than this with LeBron and AD versus Steph Curry. And that's going to happen Wednesday. And we will be here again Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday for you. And we'll be going ahead right after the game as well for the playing game. So look forward to that. But once again, Jamie Sweet, Laker Tom, L-Rob, if you have any questions for us, LakersFastBreak at Yahoo.com, at LakerTom on Twitter, at LakersFastBreak on Twitter as well. Check out all the great stuff at Lakerholics.com, Pop Culture Cosmos, and of course, everyone that's associated with the Hoopheads Podcast Network. If you're into great basketball shows, HoopheadsPod.com. Well, once again, thank you so much, V. Thank you so much, Kevin Somani, for the likes. Albert Toguero, always a pleasure to have you on watching, as always. Thank you so much to everyone that watched and listened to us. Once again, we will be back almost all week long. I think I've got shows planned out Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and maybe even more. So we'll find out what's going on this week because the playing tournament starts on Wednesday, and we'll be here for it right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.